What up, Ashley? Hello, Mervin. Oh, man. Boys is getting quiet. Going to get crunk. Yeah. Head back to Longview, Kelly popping trunk. Yeah. I ain't even tripping. Yeah. Riding and I'm sipping. Yeah. Yeah. Let me come through four foes that are tipping. Yeah. 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 Watch the trunk crack. Yeah. Yeah. Let me sit sideways, see me running back. Yeah. 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 Maybe AP, yeah. maybe AD. Yeah. I ain't even tripping because we some athletes. Yeah. Yeah. The more right, it, it must be a, uh, it's a nod to my co-host, not necessarily me. Especially if you ask her, because she just thinks she knows everything in the world, and I'm here to set it straight. It has always been one of my dreams slash goals to work with Ashley, um, to do anything sports related, talking with her, um, because she is one of the smartest people I know, especially uh, sports wise. Hey, a compliment. It has always been an honor, an honor to work with a cast member of the Doug Dynasty. <laughs> Ashley, I hate you. Okay. This is Ashley Moore, and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. What it do, what it do, what it do, what it do. This is your girl, Ashley Moore. That is your boy, who? Mervin Wright, what's up? Mr. Double Screen, Mr. Two Mr. Screens screen. over here. Mervin is lit because he done bought him a monitor to extend his display from his laptop. Let's give a clap to Mervin for getting upgrade on some technology. It was more so for when I get on Twitch, but I mean, might as well use it while we're doing this too. Just saying. Hey, you gonna be one of them dudes on Twitch playing video games all day? Yes. I was gonna get on last night, but I was too tired when I got home from work. So I couldn't. Well, I just didn't. I was tired. The real question is, which one of y'all would tune in to watch Mervin play video games well nobody right now because i just started i mean no shade day. i'm just you know, but, you know when you get a fo- that's why you got to get a following you know what i'm saying you can't just start and expect to have a hundred no shade i'm just me. no i'm just saying i'm real life like, asking the people a- like who which one of y'all gonna watch mervin play video games hey you know what guess we'll find out okay what kind of games you gonna be playing uh, like I was playing FIFA the other day uh, when I first did it. I was playing Apex with my boy Brendan um, on Monday. Uh, if I when I get on later on the day, it's probably gonna be FIFA. You know what I'm saying? Little little Wednesday night football, if you will. And that's gonna be it, and we're just gonna see where we go from there. Do your thing, then, fam. Do your thing. I can't play video games, so you know. That's right. Yeah, you I ain't gonna see that. me playing no video games on Twitch. You said, I can't play. You said you're the type that'll just get on the controller and start pressing buttons. Is that what 100%. you said? One hundred percent. And see that, and that would make me very upset. I, I but would... I made a bet with my friend. We mm-hmm. were playing Mortal Kombat. Okay. And I mean that's a game I played back when the PlayStation was a thing and the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm aging myself right now. Right. But anyways, <laughs> um, I also had a Dreamcast. But oh, anyways. Boy. He was beating me at first because, you know, I was pressing buttons. When you were button presser like myself, all the button pressers listening, you know, this might be, you know, put y'all on game. You know what I'm saying? If you're ever playing with somebody who play video games and you're a button presser and you play Mortal Kombat or a game with characters where you do a one-on-one fight, every time you lose, just pick a different character, okay? And you pick a different character until 
you find a character whose strongest moves match the movement that your fingers move over the buttons. That, that's, there you go right there. I'm not you ain't gotta to know you. what you're pressing. You ain't gotta know what you're pressing. I just know whenever I press buttons, my thumbs go to the right like super quickly and whatnot. And I like to press like the the super back controller, not the first one, but the super back top the thing, triggers. the top button thing. The top yeah, trigger thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so I was playing my friend in Mortal Kombat, kept losing, found a character whose best moves match my finger movement, and we made a bet because he was single. And I said, hey, if I beat you in Mortal Kombat, because, you know, at this point, you know, the button pushing, the guy, you know, it got down to a science. I can mm -hmm. win with this girl. I said, if I win, you download Tinder. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. I said, if I win, you download Tinder. Because, you know, I was was a good dude you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying so you know i just wanted him to you know find somebody and he, i didn't see him i just didn't see a way he was gonna find somebody organically because he just super cool like that mm -hmm. so i won he downloaded tinder i think we're two years later and he's still with his girl oh wow i think they just celebrated their two-year anniversary wow. all because i was pushing buttons on a controller so you, you didn't know what's going there, did you? No, I didn't. I kind of want to know who we're talking about. I'll ask you when we're when we take a break. But okay. I, I kind of want to know who we're talking about. And yeah, I will, I'm pretty I will sure. give you this. There's a game. And see, I've never been a button pusher. I've been, you know, trying to play the game how you're supposed to play the game. But when I was younger, uh, my cousin had a game called Dead or Alive 3. And I would play with the same exact character. And my move on Xbox, my move was always just pressing the X button three times. I don't know why it always worked, but nobody could beat me. They hated playing me because I would do that same exact move, and it would work every single time. So I feel you. Yep. But mm -hmm. under most circumstances, I'm not just pushing buttons. I'm actually Y'all sleep. Y'all sleep. Pushing buttons or okay. knowing somebody who pushes buttons will lead you to a nice relationship. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't yeah. work on Two FIFA years. and shooter games. So that's why yeah, I Right, that right. doesn't work. So, right, Ashley, what, what are we talking about today? Oh, let me pull up the rundown. I'm over here oh, talking to you about uh, pressing God. buttons. So, actually, I don't even have to run down up. What are we talking about today, Mervin? <laughs> uh, so, um, yesterday, uh, Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three charges um, for the murder of George Floyd. So, we're going to be talking about that. And then uh, I will have my minute uh, talking about um, the European Super League and the fiasco that that is slash was um and then we're gonna take a break and then after we come back we will talk about steph curry um and his streak of just absolutely lighting the nba on fire uh katie got hurt again um and then we will um talk about a fun video making its rounds on the internet from Jason hernandez's new show and can just i just say <laughs> i really appreciate you for putting this on the Google Doc uh -huh. because I see stuff mm -hmm. and I okay. think it's so entertaining, but then I forget about it come the show and I'm like, dang, we could have oh, talked no. about that on the show. Ashley. So when I saw it, I really appreciate it. <laughs> I saw this last week and I was like, I don't care if it is six days from now. We talking about this because this is too funny not to keep talking about it. The, the the one video was enough and then it just keeps coming back and keeps coming back. So, But we're going to talk about that. Uh, to end the show on a light note today but to get started uh as we mentioned yesterday uh the uh verdict was handed down um for Derek Chauvin and 
uh, for the murder of George Floyd. He was convicted on all three counts, um, second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree homicide. Um, and, of course, reactions were kind of, not reactions, but emotions were kind of mixed, I would say, especially for some people. Um, for some people, it's like, okay, finally we got one. For some people, it's like, okay, but maybe we shouldn't even be here because George Floyd shouldn't have been dead in the first place. Um, I will say from just to start this conversation from my perspective, um, obviously I'm happy that he was found guilty uh, because we've seen time and time and time again where it was been clear as day. There's been videos or whatever. Uh, all the evidence seemed like with common sense, it was stacked against uh, the police officer or the shooter in this situation. And they still walk off free, uh, you know, acquitted by a jury. And so it's like it, it I saw it brought up and it made sense. It's like how messed up is the situation to begin with where we see the evidence, we see the video like we, we saw the all eight minutes and 46 seconds. We saw the whole video and we're still like on pins and needles like, is he going to get off? Like, is he going to walk? free for this and it's like dang we still yes this was great yes this was great for us but it's like dang we still got a long way to go to where we can see we can see the video and we can see what happened and know for, without a shadow of a doubt that this person is going to jail for killing one of us okay well you just went and got straight into it okay let me set the tone let me set okay. the tone okay. you just went straight into it bro that's what i do sorry Let's go back to before the verdict was read. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So, um, I was anchoring uh, the noon show yesterday. And somebody asked me, it was like, do you think we're going to have a noon show? Because the day before we didn't have a noon show. Because CBS took, we took our CBS national coverage of okay. the closing arguments. So, and I was like, I literally told this person, I said, there's no way the jury's going to come back that quick with a verdict. Like, mm -hmm. no way. So, we had a noon show, obviously. So, I'm hanging out with one of my friends around um, 3 o'clock. And then Angel calls me. It's like, yo, a verdict is in. I'm mm -hmm. like, yo, a verdict is in. Like, just got nervous immediately. Right. So, then I go to instagram twitter and everything to check everybody's you know check the tone you know of our people you know what i'm saying seeing if anybody is as nervous as me because mm -hmm. it's it's crazy because you just said it you said it's crazy that you know we you know are we're so worked up for this moment because it was a chance that he could have gotten off you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and that's how it's been in this country so, because if this was a regular trial, you know, if this was, pause, if George Floyd was a police officer and Derek Chauvin was, you know, the person who got killed, we know how that would have been. It wouldn't yeah. been, it wouldn't been as suspenseful as it was. Anyways, so I'm checking the temperature, everybody, you know, trying to see how everybody is, and everybody is genuinely nervous. When I tell you, one of my, one of my managers told me, Yo, I might not be at work tomorrow. If this verdict don't go right, I'm staying at home. Like, right. I, uh, I was 
slightly joking at work, but I was about to go on break, and I was like, look, if this thing goes south, I, I don't want to be near a population center because exactly. I don't know. I don't want to see what's going to happen. Exactly. So we're all on pins and needles in 2021. We are all on pins and needles trying to see a white police officer get convicted for killing a black man in cold blood. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're all watching, you know, the verdict had been in for what? I had known the verdict to be in 30, 30, 40 minutes before the verdict was actually read. Yeah, somewhere around that. Yeah. Maybe the jurors, so. The jurors spent 10 and a half hours mm-hmm. between two days deliberating. Ten and a half hours, y'all. Right. This is for third degree murder, second degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. Now I can't get into the what the degrees are and stuff like that. Y'all can go check that out. Y'all can go read that. You know what I'm saying? But one carries a maximum sentence of forty years, twenty five years, and then ten years. So, um, and that's what I, that's if they. That's if they if the judge says there's aggravating circumstances. It's less if it if it doesn't. Right. Just, yeah. That's the maximum. Yeah. So the I think the minimum he can serve is like twenty three years. The minimum he can serve. Um, because they all have minimum charges, obviously, as well. Mm-hmm. Minimum years. So I thought that they were gonna like you just it's crazy that we have to think like this, y'all. Once again, we are reiterating it is crazy. Seeing what we saw. On video that we have to think like this but I was thinking okay if they don't get him on the third degree murder I think they're gonna at least get him on the second degree murder like you know one of the lesser charges we knew we saw it was murder we saw it cold blood but in today's society we are all you know thinking what if you know so I'm thinking this gonna happen there is no way I thought he was gonna be exonerated of all charges if he had been exonerated of all charges I would have stayed at home Oh, the yeah. next day. Because black people weren't playing this. Rewind, rewind back to when this first happened. International protest in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Can exactly. we just applaud everybody who went out and protested? Like, and, and, and I'm glad you mentioned that because you think about it. We, obviously in this country, we've, we've seen this, you know, time and time again. But it was something about this one. So where it sparked off protests, like you said, in in across the entire globe, like Tokyo, Italy, London, and in, in Africa, like it, it was everywhere. I think I heard a story. It was like in somewhere in Syria, a house had been blown up, and there was only one wall standing. But on and that they, wall was a picture of George Floyd. It's like in yeah, the somebody midst painted of, it. It was a mural of George right. Floyd. So in the midst of everything that's going on. Like, you're dealing with a pandemic. You might be dealing with civil war, literal civil war in your country. And it's like, yo, like, they dealing with something real over there. So, had I feel like, like, literally the eyes of the world were on this situation. Joe had, Biden said he hadn't seen a civil rights movement like that since the 60s. Right. And, like, mm-hmm. had they, so had they gotten this wrong, it wouldn't have, uh-huh. it wouldn't have just been us. Now, granted, it there would have been nothing that could have been done in that situation, for Derek Chauvin because double jeopardy isn't allowed in this country and for a good reason uh but the black the backlash and the outcry around the globe would have been it I I don't know how to describe what it would have been like 
but it would have been it would have been crazy to see what would have happened had he not gotten put uh gotten convicted yesterday. Right. Um but yeah, we all saw the verdict and like a sigh of relief came. And it's mm. crazy that a sigh of relief came. But the sigh came because we did not know. There we we no. knew. Everybody mm. knew there was a chance that he that justice wouldn't be served. And when we say justice being served, Derek Chauvin very well deserves to be in prison, for sure. Yeah. We all saw the video. He very well deserves to be in prison. We are speaking on uh, the accountability. We're speaking on um, all counts being charged. We're speaking on the judge revoking his bail immediately. Yeah. Somebody said he had to write his uh, lawyer's number on his hand because he didn't have, you know, you don't, you can't take nothing in a jail. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have anything. Um, but I just want to say, I just love being black. Okay. Now, I understand we. Uh, it's pretty fun. We deal with a lot, for yes. sure. Yes. Uh, we deal with a lot. I don't know a single black person, my age or higher, and I'm 26, I don't know a single black person who says they have never experienced racism. I literally don't know a single person. I do not know a single person. If you're my friend, if you never experienced racism and you're black and you're above 26, let me know that you have never experienced racism. Mm-hmm. Okay, in this country, we are um, persecuted. Um the National Weed Holiday was yesterday. Okay. Ben and Jerry's posted about how uh, white white people own 80% of the cannabis business. Black people own 4%, but mm-hmm. yet we use at the same rate. Black people are 246% more likely to be arrested than a mm-hmm. white person. And we use at the same... I'm not saying we, but you know, yeah. black people and white people use at the same rate. Like, it is so hard being black in America, but... When it's time to stand up for something, we stand up for stuff. If we mm-hmm. just use our voices, uh, those of you who protest, y'all stand up for us by just going out there and peacefully protesting. When you use a hashtag, that's standing up for us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it takes a lot of perseverance to be black in America. And then with us bringing this movement up front, you know, it, it, and, you know, think about our ancestors and the things they had to go through. Like, we continue to overcome, okay? continue overcome we've overcome slavery segregation like you know jim crow we're just continuing to overcome things and right now it is police reform that is what we need to be you know Mm -hmm. trying to overcome right now and to be this is literally the most prolific case we we have ever seen hopefully that we will ever see because i don't want you know i don't want to experience something of this magnitude again but, you know, for black people to stand out here and, you know, having to watch videos like this, but keep, keep sharing the word, you know, not, you know, getting, you know, too down and out that we can't keep bringing up this topic or keeping it a subject to where laws will be changed. Mm-hmm. You know, kudos to being black. I love, you know, I love my people. I love being black. I love standing up for issues like this right here. It feels good because we have come a long way and we're still yes. working and we're all working collectively. Yes, we are, and and I love I love that. And, but I'll I'll be honest with you, if I can give you a a moment of transparency, I've gotten I I won't say it, it's all the way bad, but I've been in that position before where it's like, damn, like I like you, I get tired of that after a while, you know. Oh, for sure, like, for I, sure. I don't want to 
keep having to fight the same battle. Thinking about it last year, there are people who were out protesting last May and last June that were probably also marching with Dr. King. And if you like, if you sit back and think about it, that's been almost 60 years since if you just go back to the March on Washington in August of 1963, that's almost 60 years. And these people are, we're fighting for the exact same thing. It might not look the same because maybe the cops are pulling out fire hoses and the dogs on us, but we still getting stopped for no reason. We still getting murdered in the street for no reason. We still have to deal with all this stuff. And you think about it and I hate to do it, but it really happened. Not even two or three hours after the verdict was read in Minneapolis, a 15-year-old girl got shot in Columbus, Ohio. Like, so it it, it really hurts. It really sucks because it's like we get a victory, and it's so short-lived because you get on Twitter two hours later, and it's like we're going, we're about to go back down this same road again and finna have to fight this same exact battle and do it all over again. And maybe there's not enough video because any video I've seen has been after the fact. I haven't seen what happened, and I don't want to. I've just—it's the same thing with Ahmaud Aubrey, same thing with George Floyd. I don't want to see it. I, I can't watch it, right? But without that video, th- that's really the only reason we got this yesterday was because there was a video. If that video had not uh, come out, it would have just been termed a medical death. That there was an incident with a police officer, and he died because of other reasons. We would not have gotten this conviction. But you definitely have to, you definitely have to uh, applaud the progress because there has for sure been progress from Mm -hmm. when the, uh, you know, when you marched for Selma and all these other things. There's definitely progress. So, so you definitely have to applaud the progress, but you definitely have to keep going. Like things may be, we are, we definitely are still being persecuted, obviously. Um, But you definitely have to look at where we were and look at how they overcame and how we continue mm-hmm. to overcome because at the end of the day there are more opportunities being put on the table for black people are we equal no absolutely not it's still like we have a long way to go mm-hmm. to be treated equal you know but going back from when we were considered three-fifths of a person yeah coming forward now back when we couldn't sit in the same uh, place as a white person coming forward now like there's progress mm-hmm. now there's still racism for sure but it's just continual progress like it's yeah. several states right now looking up bills for police reform and whatnot and you just have yeah. to you know that's for this this is the reason why it's a sigh of relief is because you have to really just you know it's a step in the right direction so right. when we say justice we, black people don't have justice when it comes to the justice system the justice system for sure for sure screws black people okay mm-hmm. just look at the statistics i'm not that's not like that is my opinion but it's also backed it's up fact. by fact it's a lot of fact <clears throat> backed up by a lot of facts but you know moving forward you know what i'm saying it's a step in the right direction right and, and and I don't and I, I I try not to be pessimistic about it. Obviously, like I I want to see the brighter side of things. It's just like you know what I'm saying it's tough when you see all this stuff. And it, like I want to believe that if and when I'm blessed to have a child in this country that you know obviously looks like me and you, you know, black skin, you know, loves being black and all that stuff. It's like I want to know that when they're 15 or 16 and go out riding their bikes with their friends, 
that they're not just going to get stopped for riding their bike down the sidewalk. Like, I want to know that, you know, I want to know for sure that my child is going to come home. I want to know that, like, if, you know, my child is, you know, driving, minding their own business, let's say they have a busted taillight or whatever and get pulled over, that things don't go south and I never see my child again. I want to know that stuff. And and I'll be honest with you right now, and I hate to have to say this uh, because, you know, but it, it is a reality. I fear some days just in general for me, you know, like just rolling down the street. What if something goes, what if something happens and it goes south and then there's no video and now I'm only a hashtag and I, and there's no justice served for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it's that, it's that constant fear that we live in. And and I want us to all be able to get to a spot where that's not a thing anymore. I want to know that if something does happen to me, that there's going to be justice for me. You know, I, oh, for I, sure. I don't, I don't ever want to be a statistic and nothing happens, you know, to rectify the situation. Because obviously at that point, you know, nothing, because, cause let's be real, nothing, this happening yesterday is great for us, but nothing brings George Floyd back. Nothing brings, if, if the things were to go right, nothing would have brought, nothing brings Breonna Taylor back. Nothing brings Sandra Bland, Bland back, but it helps because it, at the very least, I would hope and pray that it's a deterrent, you know, like to say, okay, look, Mr. Mrs. Officer, you can't do this because you're going to go to jail. And I hate that it has to be that mindset that keeps somebody from doing something stupid. But at the very least, we have that to fall back on. Like, okay, look, they throwing cops in jail now. Let's not do this. Let's be better about our job. Let's actually protect and serve like we took an oath to protect and serve. Right. But this is also making it to where... Um, that'll be easier to prove as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, a big thing about this trial was reasonable force. Right. Okay. Did he exceed the use of, the, did he exceed reasonable force? Which he obviously did. Right. But the defense had people on there saying, oh no, this is within his reasonable force. What? No. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um. But like when I talked about police reform, like some people are training their, changing their training to where, you know, they do different tactics for uh, situations when situations like that arise mm-hmm. and they're changing like the rule book. Cause the questions in the, on the stand were like, what do you train your police officers? Is this how you train them? It was an image image where uh, one of the restraints is the guy's knee was on his back, mm-hmm. the top of his back. And they were trying to compare that image to Chauvin's knee on George Floyd's neck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like minor stuff. It's like, ah, oh, it kind of fits in reasonable force, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so it's that deterrent of you see George, no, Derek Chauvin just went to jail. I don't want to go to jail. But it's also police chiefs are working on their training to where this will be easy to pr- easier to prove if you were to go to jail. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is what we trained them and this is what they did. This is completely different. Like coming up, uh kim potter mm-hmm. um for uh dante Wright when she shot him with her taser like you you know that's going to be another trial when it comes to training and they look back at police training like i mean there i don't think what to what you said about your kids growing up and you don't you know there that is a fear you can't tell your child if you're black you can't tell your child hey just do the right thing and you will come home that's not a thing when it comes Mm -hmm. to us we have seen video 
yes. where someone is doing the right thing, doing what they told them to do, and yet they still get killed. Derek Chauvin is a very small sample size to the actual amount of police killings there are. Right. Very small sample size, but very high profile case. So, you know, it, this stuff still happens. You know, Derek Chauvin just, we, the reason why we picked up to this one is because he brutally murdered this man in broad daylight when we're all looking. Some of these police officers get by because they fear for their life, so they shot him. And it was like a split-second decision, etc. This man had more than nine minutes to figure out what he was doing. And George Floyd wasn't alive for the whole nine minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, this case, it just, we just need to keep pushing forward. Like, I understand it's, it is hard sometimes being an African-American in America. It is hard sometimes. Like, when you, you know, don't get certain like positions you wanted to and you know why or when somebody has an advantage in you over something and you know why or when somebody's farther along because you know you just you just know why certain things happen mm -hmm. in our lives and we can tell like if you, stuff happens to where we can tell that it's you know somebody's being biased because of our skin color mm -hmm. like with us it's not hard to tell we don't just go shouting out oh that's racism when it's not yeah. We know what racism looks like because we've dealt with it for a long time. Like, it is clear as day. Um, but, <clears throat> I mean, we just, you know, we have to keep fighting so that maybe one day, maybe in the future, she could tell her child, you know, if you behave, it's less likely that you will be killed. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's just baby steps moving forward in this Derek Chauvin trial. I mean, it was honestly, a, a, it was just it was just a sigh of relief that there is some piece of accountability in this justice system. That's what that was. Because had he, even if he just got the secondary manslaughter, there would have been for sure some protests because that's oh, a yeah. maximum 10 years minimum 2.5 to 3.5 years yeah like something crazy like that like it, to me it was the guilty on all counts and it was how quickly the jury came back that jury came back quick quick yeah quick meaning we they know knew. yeah and, and Derek Chauvin had a past he had a few violations of uh, not using reasonable force and a few violations or maybe um, racially motivated things and whatnot. And the jury didn't know any of that because, you know, when you have a trial, you can't bring up somebody's past convictions or somebody's past things. You only have to focus on the present acts that they're being right. charged for. And for them to come back so quick with a verdict that we all wanted, with justice, the verdict that should have happened, mm -hmm. it, was, it, was, it was honestly, it was just a sigh of relief. It was a moment for us to be like, okay, this one went right for us. Right. Now let's continue moving forward to see what else can go right for us because we don't want to keep using hashtags. We don't, you know, right. want to see black men keep dying. You know, George Floyd is gone and he can't, we, like, we can't bring him back. He's gone. But his name does mean something. Like his daughter can move forward knowing that, her, what she say, her daddy changed the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... Is a small victory, and the small right. victory feels so good. I understand, Mervyn, your sentiment. You know, you still, you know, we still got to deal with all this stuff. But it just feels so good. Every now and then, you just want to breathe. Every now That's and then, true. you get that moment where something happens. You're just like, oh, I needed that. I've been having a bad week. Oh, I needed that. The bad stuff still happened. Mm -hmm. But that small moment comes, he goes, oh, I needed that. And this was a moment 
us as Americans, not even just black Americans. This is the moment us as Americans need it so that we can focus on the issues. Right. And I just want to end and just to put a pin like just to end this. And I just want to say this, just to put this out there um, to people like Nancy Pelosi or anybody who would say a similar sentiment. Uh, yes, we're all happy that this convention happened. Uh, uh, George Floyd was not a martyr. Let's let's get that clear. He did not wake up that day saying, I'm going to give my life for black people everywhere. He did not. He was murdered brutally in broad daylight. This was not his choice. He's not Jesus. His name will live on forever and it will mean something. Thank God. But this was not a sacrifice. This is just like people saying like, oh, Martin Luther King died for this. No, Martin Luther King did not want to die. He wanted to live on for a But Martin Luther King Jr. knew. He actually he, knew, well, he, knew, he knew. He knew. He knew it was, was a high possibility. possibility that somebody would try to kill him. But so it, people had tried to kill him before. Exactly. So he knew. He no, knew. But yeah. He knew. But I'm. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, just because you know you have that possibility, don't necessarily mean you want to want that to happen. You just. Oh yeah, you don't want it to That's happen. That's what I'm but, saying. But he, like, I, I knew he knew his life was on the line by yeah. fighting for our justice That's for sure. True. But mm-hmm. like as far but so but as far as George Floyd, it's like he, he, let's let's clearly. The uh, terminology of he was, he did not willingly die for this. So let's just right. quit, cut that all out because I keep saying it. And it's like no, that that was not what what he wanted to do that day. Um, so yes, anything else before we move on, Ashley? No, sir. Just you know, black people. Let's keep on moving. Let's keep on pushing forward. You know, that's mm-hmm. all we can do. All right. Um, so before we take a break, we're gonna have Merv's minute, um, and I would like to talk about. Um, a story that is actually really, really fun. Why did I press that button? That messed me up. Um, there we go. So, um, European soccer. Um, there has been a great story coming out of there um, because 12 teams uh, decided that they were going to make what's, what they were going to call the Super League. Um, Ashley, the reason I asked you if you knew or cared about this was because if you did, we we're going to make this a real segment. If not, we're just going to make this a minute like we're doing right now. So, the 12 teams that were going to break away and make the Super League were Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Manchester City, Tottenham, Juventus, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Atletico Madrid. Now, for those who don't know what that means, these are the heavyweight hitters in European soccer. This is essentially, just to kind of bring it back to here, this is essentially like, let's say, Texas, Alabama, Ohio State, uh, USC, Oregon, um, Clemson, and a few other teams decided, you know what, we're going to keep doing this NCAA thing, but we're also going to have like our own little league over here, and we're going to keep all the money. That's what these guys in Europe decided to do. Now, the problem with this is uh, they were going to, you know, still play their competition. So their regular domestic leagues, uh, they were going to play Champions League and all that stuff. But the problem is it was going to water down that product a lot. Because here's the thing. Nobody, everybody tunes in when the Champions League happens. Uh, That's like the biggest soccer competition in Europe. Whether it's Barcelona, Real Madrid, uh, you know, uh, Manchester, any of those teams, everybody's going to tune in to watch those guys play. But nobody cares about the lower level teams uh, that are also in the Champions League. Like there'll be a team from like Prague or some team from Greece that everybody knows is going to get absolutely massacred by Liverpool, right? So if you take 
those big teams and make their own competition, nobody else is going to want to watch. So, what did these guys do? My favorite football organization in the world, on my list of the corrupt organizations, they're like, you know what? For all the players, teams, and anybody involved, you are going to be banned. Well, most likely going to be banned from Champions League. Um, and you will not be able to play <laughs> for your country, mind you, for your country in the World Cup. Maybe not even uh, next year. Keep in mind, and this Super League wasn't supposed to start until like 2023 or so. So they would have, the World Cup would have been passed. The, uh, so they would have had time for this. And they're like, you know what? No, we're not doing this. Um, te- like not even the teams, like some of the players themselves were like, you know what? Wait a minute. We don't want to do this. Cause that'd be the equivalent <laughs> of like right. somebody like going to like a college football player you know, working their whole life, playing football since they were five, you know, getting to the NFL, essentially playing for the Dallas Cowboys, and Jerry Jones is like, hey, us, the Steelers, and the Patriots, and the Packers, and a couple other teams, we're going to go make our own league, and then Roger Goodell's like, if you do this, you're kicked out of the NFL. Those players would be like, you know what? Nuh-uh. I worked my whole life to get to the NFL. Awesome, right? You don't know how this league going to turn out, but you know right. in the NFL, you know, it's already a built thing. You're about I'm to make millions, NFL, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've come here to win a Super Bowl. Right. Chill out, dog. So, like, players are still, players were even like, let's not do this. Fan, like, uh, fans in Liverpool put a sign outside uh, Anfield, their stadium, and said, rest in peace, LFC, Liverpool Football Club, 1892 to 2021. They <laughs> were pissed. And it wasn't just them. It was team, like, all the other teams. And I think one of the other things that kind of messed this up was all the teams I named were from England. Uh, Italy and Spain. There were no French teams, so that meant uh, like Paris Saint Germain. That's a really big French team. You talk about something like this, they would have been in this if if this seemed like a good idea. None of the German teams, no Borussia Dortmund, no uh, Bayern Munich. Those are big teams. Those three teams not being in it was like sitting back. I was like, maybe this isn't the best idea because <laughs> if they're not on board with this, it's probably not going to work out well. Um, and as you can probably tell just by the tenses that I'm using in this, uh, the Super League has pretty much already been canceled. Um, let's see. I think uh, most of the Europe, most of the English teams uh, got out. I think the only two teams, three teams left are uh, Madrid, Barcelona, who's my favorite soccer team, by the way, go Messi. Um, and I think Inter Milan from um, one of the Milan teams from Italy. So it's like, okay. We started this. We were going to get all the money from it. Everybody was like, mm, this might not be the best idea in the world. And then it's like, now it's all disbanded within a matter of about a week. And again, this would essentially be like uh, the top SEC, Big 12, eight, like the, the top maybe 10 or 12 power five schools saying, okay, look, we're going to keep playing with the NCAA. But uh, during the week or maybe like in the offseason, we're going to play like our own little six-week league over here, keep all the money and not give it to anybody else, which of course would then, again, dilute the NCAA uh, product. So Ashley, now that you've heard about the European Super League, what are your thoughts? Or do you care at all? I mean, you know what I'm saying? If, if, <laughs> if stuff start, if you do a side venture, okay, mm-hmm. and it start messing with your main money, you got to find you a new side venture. Right. That's what happened right. here. Y'all tried. That's a great way to put it, Ashley. That is a great yeah. way to put it. 
y'all tried, but the main bag started getting it, some it, it almost interfered with the main bag, so you had to come back to the main bag, you know. Go back to the drawing board, you know what I'm saying? It happens to the best of us, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, when it comes to these organizations, you know, sometimes you gotta realize like these organizations are rooted in history, okay? Right. Like this is an organization for a reason. Uh, you know, odds are what I'm doing on the side is not going to trump what they got going on. So, you know, now, you uh, should. I hear you, but I, I'm going to just put it like this. If this was to go off, mm, I'm not going to say it would trump, but, but, uh, you're, but that money but you're they thinking, made from that, that money you're they not thinking about, that But you're not thinking about everything else, though. That's like true. you said, if it would have went off, you got to make sure it does go off. That's, like that's awesome. you have. You have people who make leagues outside of a league all the time and things just don't go right. That's true. Because, you know, you got to have the financial backing to front the stuff before the stuff gets in. You got to have, you know, production. Make sure you got the right crew. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, all these, all the best announcers, all the best play-by-play guys, they're all signed to contracts. That's awesome. So then you got to hire other people. Now, granted, there are a lot of people, a lot of journalists out here who are worthy of, you know, calling professional games and whatnot but i'm saying while you looking for that you gotta you know you know it's you gotta it's, it's a lot it's a lot that goes into it so had it been successful the teams yeah we know the teams got weight but could y'all pull it off mm-hmm. could you produce it well how's the production coming could you pull it off see we know what happened to the xfl well okay that's different that wasn't a breakaway league that was a a whole new league it, coming into coming into it, existence. It was a whole new league, but I'm talking about the production of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you have I this see what idea. You mean. Yeah, I see what you yes, mean. Yes, yes. I see what you mean. But you see, have this I, idea, and then you have to, you know, actually put this whole idea right. together. When they you. have all the backing, they've been doing this for decades. I I hear what you're saying. I think the only difference between like the XFL and like the Super League would have been the XFL was like the XFL and the AAF. Those are players who didn't necessarily make it to the NFL or maybe we're in the NFL and didn't make it there and you know are still playing football these guys have made it <laughs> this is Messi Ronaldo uh not Mbappe because he's with PSG but uh Christian Pulisic guys like that uh but I'm not, Salah, these, these I'm not guys worried about the players it. because remember when the XFL got on TV the ratings were good it's the running of the organization is what it is. I see. I see what you mean. Yes. Okay. 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 I see what you yeah, mean. Yeah, Mervin a little That's slow, so he'd have had to, no, I'd no, have had to really said, get into it. That's no, what I meant the whole say, time. Cause, yes. Because if you because you could talk about, I thought you were talking about the players. Like, no, these no. players are the guy. <laughs> They're playing no, in European soccer. I, I know these players are the guys. The okay. teams you okay. named, I know they have, I know their, their uh, okay. histories. <laughs> okay. I know they have legacies. I'm speaking of the production of it. See, I said okay, this earlier. I see produ- what you mean. I see yes, what you mean. Okay. the running of the organization. You have the teams, but the running of the organization. Remember back in the day? Uh, not back in the day. It was like a couple years ago. It was rumors that some NBA players were going to go start their own league. Remember that? Right. Right. And what was it, Kyrie Irving? He said he wanted to go start his own league too. Mm-hmm. Like you can take the cream of the crop and start your own league. But you have to be able to run the league as well. That's also true. That's also true. Yes. So the talent was there, but, you know, I see why the players stayed where they were because, I mean, for one, I mean, those some hefty, you know, fines for you to pay for joining the league. You can't play the World Cup too. Yeah. 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 But also, you're risking 
something that's already built by taking a gamble on something that's not even built yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't know how sex successful the league is gonna be. Because the players won't always be there. See what I'm saying? That's that's also true. The players won't always be there. So you have to make sure to build up and to make that, you know, it's, a, it's like building a business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna leave a business where you're the CFO of to, uh, you're not gonna leave the CFO position to start, start a, a well, I guess, Right, well, but I guess if you're it, if you if you're a CFO, you're probably pretty smart. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I'm trying to find you a great example. Maybe not. For, maybe not CFO or CEO. Maybe like a like one of the like junior CEOs or something like that. Right, somebody who. I guess with business is different. I, I don't know. Business is different because you yeah. can honestly start a business and have a successful business. You, I mean, that happens all the time. Yeah. My cousin has a very successful business with some candles. Like, <laughs> you know, you can yeah. start a successful business anyway. But uh, yeah, when it I comes to sports, to. though, yeah, it's yeah, you definitely you got it's a lot that goes into that. And to take a gamble on something that ain't even built yet for something that's already built, where you got mm-hmm. all this money and that you can represent your country, ah, uh, nah, yeah, don't do yeah, that, yeah. don't do that. Leave so it to the next guys to jump right, on a new idea. But right, let's so cause cause I'm gonna be real with you. If I wouldn't get my World Cup like I want next year or in twenty twenty six, I would be livid. Cause I am one of the ones who watches the World Cup. Um I and try to watch the biggest that's yeah. the biggest event in soccer. Yes, yeah, because yeah, like you have when you have Champions League, like Champions League is every year, but like you said, World Cup, that's bigger. It happens every four years. More people care about the World Cup, then they like people like will stop what they're doing to watch the World Cup. Right. But people don't care about the Olympic soccer tournament because right. They don't, that one doesn't matter. But, but the do World you see, Cup is the one that matters. But do you see what I'm saying though? The World Cup mm-hmm. is one of the most watched sporting events in all of sports. Yes. How do you know that you'll be able to create something as big as the World Cup? Probably won't. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So you taking a gamble for this new league that you don't know if it's going to work versus a league where we have the World Cup where the world is watching. Literally, the world is watching. Nah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Good Good job for y'all for not risking hey, it because I, that would have been a huge gamble that I would, as your advisor, if I were to advise any of y'all, <laughs> I would tell y'all this is, a, this is a terrible idea. Do not. No. Negative. Stay with what you got. I Stay will. with your main money. I will and say though, don't chase that side money. I, I applaud the effort though. I applaud the I thought. Applaud the, yes, Cause, yes. Cause had, like I said, had this gone off, it, it, that would have been some great soccer that we would have been watching. So yeah. Right, 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 right. All right. So uh, with that, we're gonna take a break, um, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk basketball and the the idiocracy that is engulfed Twitter <laughs> over the past few days. Yes, 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 yes. This is Mervyn Wright Jr., and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the second half of this episode number 16 of the More Right Than Wrong podcast. Uh, this is Mervyn. That's Ashley over there clapping. What do, what do, what do, what do, Making all the unnecessary noise in the world. Uh, what do, In the back half of the show, we're going to talk about Steph Curry and this amazing streak he has been going on. Uh, we'll talk about Kevin Durant, and we will talk about some fun to end the show out today. So, getting into it. Oh, I didn't know what that was. I thought you were saying something. So, um, we can really kind of start this, Ashley, and tell me if you want to start any earlier than this. Um, so, Steph Curry had a game. 
he played against Houston, and that's when he got hurt. That's when he fell down and got the butt contusion or whatever. Uh, missed a few games, and then he came back and has been on an absolute tear since. In the 11 games he's played since then, he scored 32, 36, 37, 41, 32, 38, 53, 42, 33, 47, and 49 points. He's on an 11 game streak of at least 30 points. Um, in a few of those games, in four of those games, he's hit 10 three pointers, period, before anything else. Um, and I just would like to, I just want to talk about uh, the history we're really watching being made. Now, um, okay, question. Yes. He's been on his tear since he came back, or he yeah. played a couple games and he's just on an 11 game win streak? Um, no, he, I mean eleven game streak of the thirty points. No, he's been on this tear since he's been back. He played. He, oh, so he's only been back for eleven games. He's well, he, he's been back technically for nine because he had those first two games and then uh, didn't play against Toronto. And then oh, the, okay. he had the first two games where he scored thirty two and thirty six, missed one game and then came back and is still continued that streak from when he come, came back from the the injury he got versus Houston. So this is straight off an of injury. Yes. Straight off an of injury. Yes. Eleven straight games with thirty points off an of injury. Yes. See, um, I was thinking he had like a game or two up there. Wow, I see they even puts this into a whole another category because mm-hmm. I definitely thought he had played a couple games before the eleven game win streak with thirty point games. But dang, mm-hmm. okay. Nope. And it, I, I mean, even but I mean, even before that, you know, Steph, you really can't you know, count him out when it comes to scoring. He had, a, like, a 30-point game here or there. Uh, he had 27. No, the same. He ain't never did none of this before. No, he ain't never this did none of this before. This no. is different. No. <laughs> this saying, is like, different. He scored the last full game before he was out for a few games. He scored 27. He got hurt. He had 18 points in the Houston game. Now, granted, he played 30 minutes in that game, so probably wasn't going to get too many more. But the fact still remains – like you yeah, said, no, you, there's nothing, compa- <laughs> yeah. yes, there's nothing comparing yeah. anything in his, in his career. Nothing is being compared to what he's doing right now. Right. Now you kind of just brushed over the four games with at least 10 three-pointers. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, no, let's, I got to it. I got oh, to it. No, 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 no. Let's talk about the significance of that. The yes. history of that alone. Let's not, we ain't talking about everything else. We just going to talk about. The four games with at least 10 three-pointers mm-hmm. in eight days. Right. In eight days, Steph Curry has done what only one NBA player in the history of the NBA has done in his career. Mm-hmm. In eight days, Steph Curry has made, has had four games with at least 10 three-pointers made. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson is the only other player who has more games with at least 10 three-pointers made before that, and that's five games. Right. That's the only person in front of him. Steph Curry really has 21. Yeah, okay. But in the, say, last, yeah. okay. in the last eight days, he has four, trailing only Klay Thompson by one game. Right. Listen, these this is, we're talking about people's careers, people. Mm-hmm. We're talking about people's careers. And Steph Curry is just... He's just doing this for fun at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all! Now, remember, I'm gonna get on you a little bit, okay? Because I feel like this ends the debate. Nothing new here, but go when ahead. When I say I told you before that Steph Curry is the greatest shooter we have ever seen in the history of basketball. Oh yeah, yeah. And what I, do you I, I say? Where going. Who I do see you where going. who do you say is the I best shooter Clay. in the history of basketball? I say Clay. I say I say does, Clay. Does this does this not 
defeat the argument at this point. Okay, look, if we're gonna turn this into an argument, I'll just say Clay hasn't hasn't played this year. That that I'm, and then he had the ACL last year. I'm just saying that for the sake of argument. Obviously, I'm not trying to. Bro, but, I'm not. I'm really not trying to argue with no, you. No, no, I know. Just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just trying to get you to come to my side like, at this hey, point. Look, look, I I ain't got too much more because even then, even, okay, let's say Steph uh, Clay would have played last season and this season. I don't know if he hitting that many. Th- I don't know if he hitting all this. Granted, exactly. Granted, Steph. I will say this though. I will. I will say this. Steph has to do this right now. Because Clay's not there, <laughs> he he has to do this to keep them in any kind of contention to make the playoffs. Oh, for right? sure, easily, so I, I, easily. If you want to, they're throw in the play in there, right do, there with your Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Um, but, you see, I had to do that in there. Yeah. Um, no, they are. You're right. <laughs> but in the last eleven games, y'all, Steph Curry is averaging forty points mm-hmm. on fifty percent. <laughs> His field goal percentage is fifty percent. That makes no sense. That makes forty percent from behind the three. And 90% from free throw, which is, is he crazy. Is going to be a 50, 40, 90 this year? Is that what he's going to do? No. Last 11 games. Definitely no, not. No. Oh, you, oh, I thought you said this past 11 games. I was about to say, oh, he's going to be a 50, 40, 90. Okay. Last 11 games. Okay. No. So, what's funny about the 90% free throw shooting is he had 49 against the, uh, yeah, it was the Sixers. Uh-huh. He had 49 points against the Sixers, and he was at the free throw line to get 50, and he missed it. Hit out the front of the rim. That's funny to me. But, you know, listen. That is pretty funny, actually. Listen, that would have been his second 50-point game in April. Listen, Clay Thompson has nothing on Steph Curry. Steph Curry is the greatest shooter ever born. Ever born. Let's not say he doesn't have a foot in this argument. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, Clay Thompson is in an argument for best shooters of all time. For sure. Say, let's not act like the 37 sure. third quarter didn't happen. <laughs> that happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I watched that game live. For sure. Okay. But Steph Curry, there is no denying that Steph Curry is the greatest oh, yeah. shooter of all time. Right. It is, this is, we're literally, and I love this. I love this. We are literally witnessing history with Steph Curry. Yes. And just, oh, my gosh. He, like. It's. And it, it's weird. I I, I heard some, somebody was I was listening to the ticket yesterday, and they were talking about this, and it was like they made a good point, and I thought about you when they said it because they brought up LeBron, um, and they were saying like, you know, who's had actually had a bigger impact on the game, really? Like if you think about it, Steph or LeBron, there have been other six five six six two hundred forty pound big men. Magic Johnson happened. LeBron is just a little bit more dominant than Magic Johnson. And I won't, I'm not saying, like, a little bit. Like, obviously, he's, you know, in the conversation, the greatest of all time. There's a couple people before you get to Magic. But Steph Curry, his effect on basketball, like... Oh, Steph Curry and LeBron James have two different games, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Two completely different games. But, like, we, yes. like we've seen people play basketball like LeBron James. He's just a lot more dominant than they've been. But Steph where now everybody's like crossing half court and it's like you have to wait, wait 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 hold on don't just try to throw it in there like lebron james is basic we have not seen people play basketball no, like lebron no, james it's I'm, just more people can mimic saying, steph than they can mimic lebron james because not everybody can do that no See no, what, I'm no. What, I'm, when I say LeBron, when i'm talking about lebron james's game i'm saying like uh, there have been like pe- people have played the game like that being a pure like more of a 
a, a scorer than a shooter, you know, they can dish the ball out kind of like essentially like Magic Johnson. Like LeBron is a more dominant version of Magic Johnson. That's what but I'm how saying. many Magic Johnsons are out there? Not that not, many. Not that many. No, you're right. Right. But so what I'm, I'm saying is. But what I'm, I'm saying is before Steph, people weren't pulling up from the logos. People weren't crossing half court and it's a legitimate like. I have sure. to guard you. Like, at the very least, okay, maybe a couple feet out from the three-point line, but that was really the extent of my defense. Now you have to defend the whole half court now. You, For sure. That's what that's what I'm saying. You, LeBron's game is mostly inside the three-point line. He can shoot from out uh, from outside, but it doesn't happen as much. Steph? Oh, yeah, for sure. You just can't, you just can't guard LeBron, and, and, you know, he's just unguardable. You know what I'm no. saying? But Steph, yeah, you got to pick him up at half court. Yes. LeBron, you ain't got to pick him up to three point line, but you still can't guard him. Yeah, um, yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. but also Steph has definitely played a role. Damian Lillard, Steph, right. Steph led him away. Trey Young, Trey, thank Steph you. led right, him that right way. Right out of my mouth. Yes. Um, but also the game is evolving when it comes to shooting as mm-hmm. well. Because back in the day when MJ and uh, Magic Johnson played three point, like th- three point shooters weren't that dominant in the league like the big men didn't have to shoot three-pointers um it were games where uh some of michael's uh i think michael had a 50-point game without shooting a three-pointer like back in the I day yeah back in the day i'm pretty sure it was more points than that i forgot what the actual uh amount was but back in the day you didn't have to shoot threes it wasn't really a thing nowadays everybody can shoot so it's about, okay, so who can shoot the farthest at this point? You know, who has the best distance? And Steph Curry definitely ushered that next generation of basketball players in for sure. Definitely. When it comes to impact of the way the game has changed, who has changed the game, Steph Curry, I would definitely give that one to you. Steph Curry has for sure yes. changed the game. Because these dudes is, pause, watching the All-Star game, and watching him pull up from logo, and then Damien pull up for logo, and it, bro, so that was something to watch right you there. You mentioned you mentioned Michael Jordan. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday was uh, yesterday April twentieth was the anniversary of his sixty three point game against the Celtics. He didn't shoot a single three pointer. See, there we go. I yeah. told you it was higher than fifty. I knew yeah, it was. He, I just couldn't tell you what thing. Yeah. See, yeah, he didn't shoot a single three because back in the day you didn't have to do that. Yeah, exactly. back in the day you didn't have to shoot threes to win games. Nowadays. The other you team, if you ain't got no three-point shooters on your team, you're done. I'm sorry, you're done, you're done for. <laughs> because the other team can shoot 17 threes in, you know, 17 threes in a half. Like, that happens in the yes. NBA. So, like, you know, you have to be able to shoot the three. But definitely Steph Curry is, now granted, he comes from a line of shooters like mm-hmm. his daddy. Amazing player. Listen, his daddy yeah. don't get enough credit, but... Amazing I player. I don't think his brother does either, but continue. I mean, because if Steph Curry is your brother, I'm sorry. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth, I'm sorry. That's, but that's Yadale true. Curry, amazing player, um, big time player. People, I heard Mark Jackson talking about this the other day. People don't talk about how great Steph Curry's dad is because Steph Curry is the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would hate it's like if Beyonce, your sister. Like, for a minute, everybody was sleeping on Solange until she came out with a seat at the table. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you're great, but you have but the... You got, there's somebody that came from the same line as you that's, like, 
a whole lot better. So we're oh, yeah. going to talk about Steph, yeah. Steph Curry is definitely a generational talent. Yeah. I will forever say, I, how long have I been saying Steph Curry is the best shooter we've ever seen? I've been saying for that for while. years. Yeah, that for a while, yeah. I've been saying that for years. Like, some people just now become believers. Listen, Steph Curry, the only unanimous MVP. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been saying for years. I mean, a lot of people have said have been saying Steph Curry is the best shooter we've ever seen because we're seeing it. Like, yes. <laughs> who do you know who can shoot like that? This man shoots from the tunnel before every game. Right. Like. Like. Again, Ashley, and, and let's Jesus. take let's take it out of a game situation again. Let's go back a month or two to the three point shootout, where he's like, like he legit has to make every shot, and you're still like. He's going to win this thing because he's Steph Curry. Like, he can just yep. shoot like that. Like, yep. it, and so to bring it, you know, kind of full circle, you, you mentioned the play-in ter- uh, situation. Nobody wants to play them right now. Like, you talk, like. I don't know about all that. Okay, let me put it like this. If the play-in started tomorrow, I would not want to play them because Steph is still on the streak. Now, if he wants to cool off a little bit before the play-in starts, mm-hmm. okay. But even then. I would not want to be in a situation where I have to face Steph Curry in one game because he's gonna See, mess because he's gonna mess around and get hot and drop fifty on somebody. The reason why I say I don't know about all that is because I'm a LeBron James fan and I've seen LeBron James carry an entire team and still lose because well, the team is not that good. Good thing you mentioned that because that's what happened against Boston where he Thank scored forty seven and Jason Tatum scored forty four and Boston won. You're, Thank you're, you. You're right. I hear you. You know, listen, I'm a LeBron fan. I have lived this time and time again. Okay. One person cannot carry a basketball team. Steph Curry's team is not that good. You're right. But hear me out. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Because what if, okay, so Golden State's the nine seed right now. Mm-hmm. Let's say they get in as the eight. And they have to play Utah or Phoenix or some uh, one of those teams. I'd be livid if I'm Chris Paul. And I have to play Steph Curry, uh, Steph Curry in the first round, because that's Chris that's, Paul. That's Chris Paul's what? That's Chris Paul's arch nemesis, if you ask me. He Chris can't Paul be. Ain't, Chris Paul ain't losing to Steph Curry in no playoffs with the with the Phoenix oh, you, Suns right you now. Mean, you oh, mean like he, I would bet. Look, I, I would bet. You. I, I would bet some good money. Look, I would bet some good money on that. And you would not. I would not call you an idiot to do that. That that I I hear you. But what I'm saying is. If I'm Chris Paul, I don't want to have to see Seth Curry, Steph Curry, because it just—I feel like it just brings up bad memories. Steph, but oh, I'm just saying, the, the if we're talking about the Phoenix Suns, they're a really good team. And no, the I, Warriors look, I are mean, not. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, but I just even then, out there. but even in, keep it in uh, before the first round. In Dallas, let's see. Is right now it's Dallas, Memphis, Golden State, and San Antonio. None of those four teams really want to, and I'm saying Dallas included, want to see Steph Curry put up 50 points. Because if that happens, they're probably going to lose that basketball game. Just putting that out there. You don't want to see that. So, it, oh, yeah, like, for sure. If he wants to pull for sure. he can beat a bit. He can beat a Dallas by dropping 50. He can't beat no, uh Phoenix Suns by dropping 50 because everybody else needs to contribute too. But he can definitely beat a Dallas. He could definitely be the Dallas by dropping that's 50. All, that's all I'm saying. I but don't. once you get up to the higher caliber players, you know, see, I know this. I know the formula. Mm-hmm. And it ain't Steph Curry carrying the team. Because I have been a LeBron James fan for forever. You can carry a team so far, but if your team ain't that good, your team is not that good and you're not going to win. That's this true. is how it is. That's, 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 that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but I, I mean, like to shout, see out, try. <laughs> shout out to sure Steph like Curry. To see try. 
Now, I w- I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this, Mervin, because, mm-hmm. you know, um, this is the conversation right now. Does this April showing by Steph Curry propel him in the MVP race? Ooh, and I've been, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I've been hearing it come up and I forgot to mention it. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, because I would put it in the same category as I put uh, Russell Westbrook a few years ago, where no, it's when he, you talking about the year he won MVP. Yes, but but for a different reason. For a different reason. Mm-hmm. But but the reasoning for me, well, actually, it's the same reason because without him playing how he's playing. This team is not making the playoffs. If Steph is even a little bit off, they're not even in the situation they're in right now. And again, this April run, we we have never seen anything like this. And I would bet that we will never see anything like it again. Um, that, 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 I, streak, could... that run by Russell, Russell Westbrook in the back half of that season, what was that, 2018? Yeah, that run by Russell Westbrook in the back half of that season, we never see anything like that again. The thing about it is, though, Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double the entire season. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking, and that's what propelled him to be the MVP. Right. It's, right. of course, that his team made the playoffs, but it mm-hmm. was the triple-double. It that's was true. averaging a triple-double. That is literally what propelled him to be MVP. If we're talking about you leading a team who has no business in playoffs to the playoffs by yourself, mm-hmm. LeBron James should have about four more MVPs right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Shoot, ball boy took nothing less teams to finals, not just the playoffs, mm-hmm. but to finals. Okay, I love in listen. The I in the East, put it out there in the East. It is still the NBA the boy East. with the in Celtics. The Don't forget the Celtics nah, had yeah, nah, that, that was back when. The, thank you. I'll give you, the, I'll give you the Celtics and I'll give you that Pistons series. But other than that, thank you. LeBron nice. James took us into the finals back to back to back in a division that had Kevin Garnett. Paul Pierce, Rajon Rondo, and Rayleigh Allen all on the didn't, same team. Hold on. Didn't you, when I brought that team up, didn't you say they were out of their prime by that point? When I brought up Kevin Garnett? Didn't you say nope. that? You sure? No, I didn't. Positive? Yeah. Okay. I don't think we ever had a, a debate about it. We they didn't were out have of their a prime. debate about it, but I mentioned Kevin Garnett being with that team. And you said something about that Kevin Garnett not being Pete Kevin Garnett. No, we never had this conversation. We actually never talked about Kevin Garnett, actually. Because I can go on about Kevin Garnett. I love me some Kevin Garnett. Um, But, um, and then, like, you just, MVP is most valuable player. Now, this season, a lot of people are, you know, have been out, hurt, et cetera. You know, Mm -hmm. that's hurt their stock in MVP race. But, I'm sorry, but Steph Curry is not even close to doing what these other guys are doing. You have two, and it's funny because at the beginning of the season, we gave our MVP picks, uh-huh. remember? And you right. picked Joel Embiid, and I picked Nikola Jokic, remember? Probably. Pro- and those are the two front runners right now for MVP. Right. Now, Steph Curry, to me, is not even close to these two. Not even close. I'm sorry. Your team, I feel like for MVP, your team has to be at least somewhat good as well. Like, you have to be propelling your team to be somewhat good. Granted, Steph Curry missed a few somewhat games. Somewhat good? They're a playoff team right now. Well, playing. They're a play-in team. That's right. Like, if this was a regular season, they wouldn't be in the playoffs. Right now, the regular se- if this was a regular season game, I mean, a regular season where it wasn't a play-in tournament, right. and, uh, you know, Steph Curry and them finish at nine, they wouldn't be making the playoffs. So, you're, it, it, 
you know, right. they could jump. It's still like 14 more games left or something like that. Yeah. So they could jump up to like an eight, but come on now. When Russell, when Russell Westbrook won MVP, I think they were like six or something like that. No, there they were seven. There were seven. Okay, yeah, they weren't number eight. Yeah. <laughs> they were either six or seven, but so mm-hmm. they didn't seven. But, um, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Your team is not that good. Um, you know, your team barely might make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry, you can't win MVP. You ain't never seen LeBron James with no MVP with his team, number six, seven, number eight. That's because. Number five, four. His teams are never that low. I mean, because it's LeBron James. I know, I, also, say, I know it proves your point, but his teams are never that low. Yes, it does prove my point. Um, But um, you got the Joker. Mm-hmm. The Joker, we talking about Steph Curry scoring 53 in that one game, 47, right, he just, he just 49. <laughs> 49. Well, he almost dropped a triple double. Right. He had 47 points, 15 rebounds, and eight no. assists. No, it's 47 point triple double. What? I thought he only had eight assists. I could look. That's what. That's what I'm looking at right now. Let me go. I look. I don't think he had a triple double. We talking about the game against Memphis, right? Against when he had Memphis, 47 yeah. points. Nikola, Jokic. Hold on. I'm, I'm now, now if Merv's is ending my rant for some. For some bad information, y'all, I'm gonna slap him through the zoom. I believe you 100%. Uh, yep, it wasn't a triple double, it wasn't okay. No, well, you then, just this, stopped. this website I'm looking at, had I it know wrong my then. stats. I'm sorry. You just stopped I apologize. my rant for I apologize. some false information. Okay, okay, anyways. he was two points, so, he was two assists short of a triple double. Okay, but that's what I said. I said he had eight assists. You said, hold on, yeah, triple double. I would have known if he had a triple double because that would have helped my MVP uh, <laughs> argument. So the Joker scores 47 points, 15 rebounds, eight assists, almost had a 47 point triple double. Right. Mind you, Jamal Murray got hit, I mean, got hurt in a game, hurt his knee, what, on uh, I think April 12th. They're on a three game win streak without their second best player. Right. I like, will be honest, I thought they were going to drop a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I thought they were going like, to be like a five or six seed at this and point. And it's funny because we just, me and Mervin just, if you watched last episode, you heard our long argument about Mervin thought I said something that I didn't. And did. uh, he said, do you, you said think? It. I heard Mervin, it. But continue. I sent continue. You. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Let's go. Y'all. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Work with Mervin is so hard, y'all. I sent Mervin some a clip. When I got, you know, when we have an argument, I like to back my stuff up. So I sent Mervin. Of a clip of me not saying what he said I said, and he still says okay. Anyways, um, good thing about these podcasts is we can go back and listen to what somebody the, said. As the man who listens and twice, back and edits, I and heard twice. exactly what I heard. I know what I heard. Maybe it you was a mi- play it? maybe it was a miscommunication. No, it was a miscommunication. No, it wasn't a, mis- a no, miscommunication. Is if I think you heard something, but if there is we'll audio proof, we'll talk about it later. If there is audio proof, okay, anyways, that ha- that's happened twice now, y'all. Mervin thought I said something, then I go back and play it, and I hear that I didn't say it. Men don't listen, so there you go. Um, anyways, anyways, in the argument, Mervin says, so are you saying, this is how you know he don't know basketball. He says, so are you saying that Jamal Murray and the Joker are better than Paul George and Kawhi Leonard? And what did I say? I said the Joker's better than Paul George. Yes, Absolutely. And Mervyn, you looked a little baffled when I said it. And I agreed with you. Anybody will take the Joker right now for Paul George. Especially, I'm sorry, Pandemic P is stained in his legacy. Like, you can't, like, just like with James Harden, when it comes to uh, the playoffs, people will continue to associate James Harden with choking until he doesn't choke. And Paul George, I'm sorry, but it doesn't look like he's going to win 
a championship anytime soon unless the Clippers, you know, miraculously win this year. Um, but if Paul George never wins a championship, this will be stained. Pandemic P, how he played when they were supposed to win, will be stained with his legacy. Anyways, Nikola Jokic playing lights out. Then you got Joel Embiid. Now, the reason why I put him in that order is because obviously Nikola Jokic is my pick. Joel Embiid was Mervyn's pick. Is he still your pick to win? Probably. I'd still take him. I'd still I'm take dead. Him. Mervyn said probably. He don't know who he got to win. Okay. Joel Embiid anyway. is right behind. And I'm placing this <laughs> off for player efficiency ratings. Uh-huh. And it's basically like um, it's uh, statistic basing your performance off of how good you are per minute that you're on the court. Right. So Joel Embiid is right behind him in player efficiency ratings. Um, the league, uh, to put this for context, to tell y'all what that is, it's called per. The league average is 15 per. That's your player efficiency rating. 15. Joel Embiid's is a 31.2. Nikola Jokic is a 31.4. They are in the top 11, a uh, top 11 players for the mm-hmm. best per in NBA history. That means they are, they're in their two respective seasons i wish these were two different seasons so we can give nikola Jokic one and joel Embiid one because i feel like odds are if one of these don't win this year you know in, in today's time it's kind of hard for the big man to get you know mvps yeah. because it's it's a small man's league but wait Giannis just got two two straight well yeah Giannis got two Giannis is a little different when I say big man, I'm thinking of a Joel Embiid, uh, oh, okay. Nikola Jokic. Giannis okay. is like a a, a, a down court type player. Yes. Like, okay, that's fair. A lot of his stuff comes in terms just transition, uh, lobs to him, stuff like that. When James okay. Harden said what Giannis does doesn't require a lot of skill, he was high key right about he was it. Right? No, uh, <laughs> you know, he was, he was about high that. key right about it. But I'm talking about big fundamental men. Okay. If you okay. watch, if you ever watch basketball and you're looking for some good fundamentals, you're not gonna click on uh, Giannis. Granted, Giannis does have good fundamentals, but if you're really looking for a good, nice, fundamental big man that like has to earn his points with skill, you're looking at a Nikola Jokic or Joel Embiid. Joel right. Embiid this year is going amazing too. But like I was saying, their purrs are 31.2 and 31.4. Nikola Jokic is a top, and they're at the top 11 best purrs, player fishing ratings in NBA history. Mm-hmm. They're on there with names like Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, LeBron James, Steph Curry, and right. Giannis. Funny thing is, Giannis has the highest player fishing rating ever in the history of basketball. Why? Because homeboy goes downhill, catches lobs, and just bigger than everybody and slam the ball down. You right. know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. So, these two guys, I'm sorry, Steph Curry, you are doing amazing right now. What you got going on right now is historic, etc. But he ain't got nothing on these two dudes right here. Nothing on these two dudes right here. Joel and B, when they played, um, when they played Steph Curry and them, the reason why Steph Curry, you know, was going off because George Hill wasn't playing no defense. They asked uh, Doc Rivers <laughs> yeah, after the game. They asked Doc Rivers after the game, like, <laughs> why? Why did you give him that assignment? He wanted the assignment. Well, he did not understand well, the assignment. He didn't clearly, know he was into. <laughs> listen, it was a trend. It was a trend on Twitter the other day about who understood the assignments, which actors, you actors <laughs> like Jamie Foxx, you know, right. who understands your assignment. George, George Hill, Hill did not understand his assignment. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like he should have asked for help. Maybe asked for a tutor. Uh, like, I don't right. know what happened. 
Is that a messed up move by the coach being like, hey, he said he <laughs> That's wanted it. That's what he it. wanted. I let, I let him have it. I mean, if, if, if you're Doc Rivers at this point, you've been getting so much heat. Right, because like, we forgot about you leaving Paul George in for 38 minutes. We ain't forgot about that hit, Doc. Exactly. He's he been facing so much heat lately. The man just trying to get the heat off his back, okay, at this right. point. And yeah, George Hill did not understand the assignment, um, and Steph went on for a tear against the, like the Sixers. Like, right. yeah, but yeah, right now Nikola Jokic is my MVP. Um, Steph Curry is not close, but if we're looking at Player of the Month, Steph Curry is obviously going to get Player of the Month. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. So you know, Western Coast Player of the Month, Steph Curry gonna get it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! But MVP, nah. You already had your unanimous MVP. Okay, you already had your <laughs> right. your only you the only player in NBA history to have this unanimous MVP. Right. So You're just good. take that. You good. good now? That brings me to another question though. Does Steph Curry have anything left to prove in his legacy? Um, no, because not at I, all. Let's see, MVP, unanimous final, MVP, unanimous MVP, Finals MVP, won his Finals before KD got there. Um. So NBA champion, champion, finals MVP, scoring, scoring champion, champion three-point like, champion, um, beautiful wife, beautiful kids. Um, I, I'm, no, I'm trying to no find scandals. Things. Right, I'm trying to. He's light skinned Um, I mean that's about oh all I got God. for. Him. I wouldn't throw that in there. That's but, about uh, all I got for. Him. That's, that's has, the only thing. He's I a hate. colorist, guys. He's a colorist. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. Oh my God, nothing else to prove. That's about all I Steph, got. <laughs> Steph Curry has nothing else to prove, which is, you know, for a, a fan, it's kind of unfair because LeBron James has so much <laughs> to prove because he's being weighed against the greatest of all time. Steph Curry is being weighed against the greatest shooter of all time. When it, when I, I mean, granted, it's some great shooters in basketball, but LeBron James has to be weighted on all these other categories. And Steph Curry just gets, gets to be a good shooter. Granted, I'm saying just gets to be a good shooter. It's hard right. to be. Listen, I play basketball, just okay? Be a good shooter. You know how hard it is to shoot? Yes. Steph, didn't they say Steph Curry made like 105 three pointers in one row? I, yes. Listen, at this point, this is God given talent that Steph Curry had just kept, you know, he just. He's just repetitive at it. At right. this point, the Lord, this is the Lord, y'all. Okay, Somebody, <laughs> Steph Curry, hey, you do not become that. a Steph Curry by staying in the gym every day. Somebody so don't said, think. Somebody says Steph like just throw it up to Jesus, and Jesus drops it in the rim for him. Right, like <laughs> at this point, you're right. Don't think, don't think y'all could go to the gym and as you know practice every day, and one day you could be a Steph Curry. Yeah. No, to be a Steph Curry, you have to be blessed with that ability. In that there was a blessing involved in that. Steph Curry did not work super hard to become the best shooter of all time. Right. He was born the best shooter of all time, and he just yeah. had to put in the work to maintain it. Right, but there he was go. blessed. <laughs> oh, blessed. Yeah. Blessed. Okay. This don't make no sense. Just don't make no sense. Is 30, what? Bless 30. me, Lord. Right. Hey, look. I look. I know we all have our own blessings, <laughs> and I don't have that one clearly. But give me something like that. <laughs> like, right? give my kids something like that, because that right. that look that's fun to watch. That makes a yes. lot of money. <laughs> yes, I. Yes, for sure. I obviously, you know. I, you could say Steph Curry is LeBron James's rival. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, born in the same Le- hospital too. <laughs> born in the same hospital. Hospital, but you know, LeBron has lost to Steph, and Steph has lost to LeBron. Yeah. But 
you know, even being a huge LeBron fan, a LeBron mega fan that I am wanting him to win, still watching Steph Curry play and it, you know, it's, I'm still in awe. Like I am obviously upset when I'm watching these finals and Steph Curry is literally torching my team. Mm-hmm. But you just have to watch because this is history that we're watching. And we got to see Steph Curry play. And I think one of the best things about it is he's not – there is no indications he's going anywhere. Exactly. Like, nothing and, – and, and I know I'd, I don't necessarily like the super teams. Um, when we talk about LeBron, like his impact on the court, like changing the game might not have been as much as Steph. But obviously off the court, being the first – what? Being the first what? Okay, you being, do that. Like being, a, the just, like, being the guy to kind of like, being the guy to kind of initiate the super teams in the NBA as far as this era by going Who? to LeBron. Oh, okay, by yeah, going, yeah. By going to Miami in 2010, and now we've kind of seen it kind of be a thing of everybody just kind of trying to team up. But Steph, granted, that team was built through the draft, and that team was built amazingly through the draft, and the only addition outside of Steph, Clay, and Draymond was KD. Yeah, Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala, right, right. But well, what I'm saying Finals is... Finals MVP. But that wasn't... But that was a team before Andre Iguodala got there. Iguodala added that... Added more of a defensive presence on that team. As opposed to... You look at Brooklyn. KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. You look at... Uh, you look at Miami back in 2010. Okay, uh, pause. LeBron James, before you go there, LeBron James does have a championship without a super team. But um, what I was trying to say is... Uh, who? With the Cavs. That was not a super team. That wasn't you, a super team. But that was boy, a, that was, I was about oh, to oh, say, no, I was about to get okay. on you. I was like, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. I was but, about okay, to get on was, you, Murphy. But they definitely still had a solid big three. It wasn't... LeBron, honestly, it's gonna sound weird being in Cleveland, but LeBron was low key the addition to that. Because you're Kyrie, saying they had a solid big three. Steph Curry had a solid big three when he yeah. was with the Golden State. Yeah, but, so but, I don't, the, but that's what I'm saying. So yeah, oh yeah, but you but one. you were yeah. looking at me like it was super team. I'm about to get on you. You know I was. I'm like, come on, since when is Kevin Love? Yes. No, but what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is like there there are there are super teams that are that have been built through free agency and stuff. And that was kind of set off by LeBron, whereas this and even Cleveland's championship were built more so through drafting and building your team like that. That's what I'm saying. Um, but we talked about, I want to revisit the question, who had the biggest impact on the game? Honestly, we still have to see who had the biggest impact on the game. That's fair. Because we are seeing the birth of a super team. I mean, of super teams. LeBron James started it with Miami, mm-hmm. and then it went to Golden State, and now it's in Brooklyn. How, like, as the game evolves, I'm pretty sure we're going to see, you know, much more of these super team situations. And if so, if this continues in the future, then LeBron James, to me, would technically have the biggest impact on the game because he's the one yeah. who started the teams uh, joining up together. But and that you, it impacts the game. It impacts who no, wins. No, it does impact year. the game. So, but, but which one has he, a bigger impact? You right. having somebody on I your agree. court, like if you have a Damian Lillard on your team, Damian Lillard or Trey Young, those are some great thoughts. Damian Lillard is one of the best players to ever play the game of basketball. Yes. I would say that now. If it, okay, it's yeah. super fun to watch. But Damian Lillard doesn't win that way. He could win if he went somewhere else, which a lot of people have said. But, but he's he said he's he not going nowhere. So, you have that impact of the game, people shooting far and stuff like that. But 
the super team actually affects the game more than a deep shooter because a super team odds are they're gonna win. That's true. And technically, I missed the Clippers too with the super team when I was naming super teams, mm-hmm. but they lost. They disappointed everybody, so I kind of <laughs> just took them out the conversation. Yeah. But they, but super teams definitely have a bigger impact on the game than you having a Steph Curry on your team, unless you are Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying, but yeah. So, you know, I think that's open for interpretation. You know, who had the biggest impact on the game when it comes to the biggest impact on who win in games? LeBron James for sure. Because now you gotta you gotta have a super team to win. People these that's that's what they think. You gotta have a super team to win. I, I can see that I can see that uh that that advantage on that. Okay, I, I, that perspective, that's what I was looking for. I get I get Yeah. Right, uh, right, right. Right. But speaking of super teams, on to the next Oh my god. So at, this is gonna be live coverage of Ashley sure getting is. up waddling across her apartment to turn off her heat. Well, anybody waddling, you the one waddling over there built like a penguin. You built like a bowling pin is what you built like. There it is. You ooh, you made it through a long you made it through an hour plus. We had a, <laughs> did a, a, a long Did break everybody today? hear did everybody hear how he came for me first? He chose violence, <laughs> okay? I wasn't picking on Mervyn today. Mervyn chose violence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now back anyway. to the super team we was talking about. Katie. Mm-hmm. Your boy Katie is hurt again. Again. Um I mean, I just don't know. I mean I you know how we talk about how the Nets are gonna win it. Well, the Nets are favorites to win it all. There you go. At this point, it's looking a little shaky for me. Mm-hmm. James Harden still out for his hamstring. Kevin Durant just came back. He's yeah. hurt again. Yes. And Kyrie got all kinds of stuff going on his mind. Listen, if you have to, and the, with the three people that I just mentioned, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. If you, to me, are weighing on Kyrie Irving to be the number one guy, uh-oh. You're not going to win. Yeah, I was about to say that's... Yeah. Because, I mean, you're just not going to win with Kyrie Irving as the number one guy. I mean, for a plethora of reasons. Um, but, you know, like when he got ejected the other day, like, like, you just... I, I don't think you just, you know, you have to have those three. And then once the playoffs come back and then you got all three there, then it's like, you know, I mean, I guess I with... James Harden, I'm pretty sure James Harden can figure out, can make sure they all work together. He can, James Harden, seeing, he is also one of the greatest players to ever play the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Seeing the way he has adapted to the situation is definitely an encouraging sign for them. But, I'm sorry, if Kevin Durant is hurt at some point in the playoffs, mm-hmm. we've seen James Harden choke in the playoffs, have we not? We have. We have. Now, this could be multiple times. And this could be, you know, an evolved James Harden, a more mature James Harden, because we talk about terrors and, you know, the terror that um, Steph Curry was going through on his 11 straight 30-point games. James Harden had 32 straight 30-point games in 2018. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and James you see James Harden is the ultimate scorer, but he has choked in the playoffs. So if Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant gets hurt, which he's missed thirty four games this season. Yeah, I was about to say why did I'm looking up I'm look I was looking up the game log right now. Why I forget uh-huh. why did he miss so many games? Uh he had another injury. Uh, right. I don't know what it that's was. right, that's right. 
Continue. It was another injury, but you know he still he literally has not played a full season since his Achilles uh, tear. Mm-hmm. Has not played a full season. We have not seen Kevin Durant play uh, more than half a season since his Achilles tear. It's it's been that bad. Mm-hmm. So if you are struggling with Kevin Durant's health in the playoffs and you're leaning on James Harden, granted, I'm still I would lean more on James Harden if I'm Steve Nash than Kyrie Irving for sure. But if mm-hmm. you're leaning more on James Harden, he does have the tendency to choke in the playoffs. And then if it's up to Kyrie, Kyrie don't be all there sometimes. What if he decide he need a personal day during the playoffs? I don't think he would. Mm-hmm. But I would I'm hope just he saying, would at least. Right, I would hope he wouldn't. But I'm just saying, it, it, to me, the team is coming down from when it comes to favorites to win. I have the Nets and I have the Lakers. This is what the Nets are doing right now to me. Mm-hmm. They're coming now, making it an even playing field. Because LeBron James and AD still not back. But they're definitely coming down to make it an even playing field. And, yeah, it's just it's not – this might be, like, one of the best super teams put together the, with the three of them. Like, the, the biggest three players ever put together. Mm-hmm. But I don't think – I think maybe Tom may not be on their side this year. Like, if they don't win this year – I'm thinking it's going to be because of other, you know, other, you know, because of factors not not related to their they're not related to their play on the basketball court for sure. Because because we're I I think we can both agree or or at the very least it's a a serious discussion of healthy Brooklyn versus healthy Lakers who would win because that like that would be a real good debate and that'd be a real fun contest I'd love to see. But like you said, if it's left to Kevin Durant, well, let me phrase it, sorry. If it's left to James Harden and his non-ability to finish in the playoffs, you might have a problem. If you're left with just Kyrie, you're going to have a problem. And KD, now granted, uh, I think, you know, we talked, you know, that Achilles tear happened, and that, so that was a non-contact thing, and those are, tend to be a lot worse. This is a thigh contusion. It was a contact thing, so... And I'm seeing that it's minor, but I think you got to also remember it's like, even then, it's just like, I want my best players on the court because I want to know exactly how they're going to, re- uh, not react, but how they're going to play all together. And it do- it hasn't happened that much this season. Right. But you say it's minor, but you also have to remember it's mental. Right. This man, Kevin Durant, he, we know him to be more on the emotional side. He, he can say he's not, but he definitely is. We have seen a slew of emotions from this man. Right. Um, it could be mental for him, too. Like, every time I come back, I get hurt again, and I got to miss mm-hmm. a couple games oh, yeah. before I come back. Now, granted, he's a bona fide scorer. Okay, boss. This is this generation of basketball, I keep saying, you know, these players are the best, some of the best players we've ever seen. Kevin Durant, one of the best players we've ever seen. We're playing in a league with a Steph Curry, LeBron James, a Kevin Durant, and a James Harden. Generational talents. But, like, at what point is it too much? Like, I keep having injury after injury after injury. Then I got to come in on a minutes restriction, et cetera. At what point is it getting to Kevin Durant? Like, he, you know, came out lying, talking about he wasn't chasing titles and stuff like that. Woo, woo, woo. You know, mm-hmm. we, you would have joined the Golden State Warriors if you weren't chasing the title. Right. But, at what point is it, you know, just a lot? Like, Clay Thompson, we know he's going through a lot. He came back, then got hurt again. again. Like, it's a, right. Like, it's to me, it's a similar situation. But, I mean, if you're, if 
Kevin Garnett, I'm not Kevin Garnett, if Kevin Durant comes back for, if they make it to the finals without him, granted, this is minor, he'll be in the game. But say he, something happens to where he's in and out of the playoffs and then he comes back for the playoff, for the finals, and can play the whole finals. Oh, Kevin Durant gonna be lights out. This oh. man in the in the game, he uh, had the thigh contusion. He mm-hmm. played for four minutes at eight points. Yeah. Like, I was about to say, look, we we talk about <laughs> you don't need him. You just need him for when it counts. Right. I was about to say we're talking about Steph Curry and his impact. KD, it, look, I, Steph, we 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 can say Steph is the best shooter. Period. But KD ain't too far off. This man is a sniper, and if you give him time. If you give him the situation, he will light you up without thinking twice about it. True, I definitely would put him in best shooters of all time. No, well, I'm just but... saying. He, but I'm saying he is a shooter, and he oh he for can, sure he can do it at the rim or behind the three point line. It doesn't yeah, matter. He has length. It's his yeah. length. What what it really is. Yeah, because exactly. in basketball, like you can put your hand up, but if your hand is like, up and his elbow is right here. And his arm is all the way back mm-hmm. here. His head is all the way back here because you know he long. He like a, you know a dinosaur or something. Right. Your hand is not bothering this. Ashley, this man I'm, is looking over you. I'm going to put it like this. Uh, one of I I went to the la- it might be the last Mavericks game I went to uh, back in 2017. 20, last it, time they were in the playoffs. Were they playing uh Kevin Durant? Yeah, they were playing OKC. See, that's because I knew they had to be playing somebody because you don't go to a Mavericks game to see the Mavericks play. You definitely go to see who else they playing because they're not that good. But okay. I go to see the Mavericks play. Anyway, oh, this is 2016. I mean, normal people. Normal that's, people. That's fair. But no, it was playoffs. <laughs> and they were playing, shut up. Oh, you're being funny. Leave me alone. <gasps> but they, and they were playing OKC. And this was when my dad was still working there. So pregame, I was, me and my brother were able to go like down and sit in the courtside seats before the game. And we were sitting on the side where OKC was warming up. And Katie and Russell Westbrook walked like like six, seven feet in front of me. Like, we're on the court. We're on the baseline. And they're, like, right there. And I'm so looking at Katie. So they big old Tyrannosaurus Rex. Bro, and I'm like, first of all, me and my brother yelled for Katie and he turned. That was one small victory. But two, they have him listed at six foot ten. That's a lie. Kevin Durant is a solid seven feet. And I don't care if he comes and tells me. To my face, day. he's on the 16. He is seven feet tall. So with that and his lankiness, like his arms are like, I don't. Like oh, I've seen Kevin Durant in person as well. Yes. Right. And I'm like, no. Houston All-Star game. I was literally on court standing mm-hmm. feet away from Kevin Durant. Right, exactly. So you've seen it. Mm-hmm. He like, so if he's pulling up seven feet tall. Long ass arms. Yeah, you're not. You're not. There's no way to. There's no real way. The to man stop has that. clear vision to the basket. Right. Like he can he, see it. You can put your hand up, but he can right. still see it's the basket. Like, it's, <laughs> like it's like Dirk shooting. Dirk was seven, like seven feet tall, jumping and shooting that layup, shooting that fadeaway. You're not getting a hand in front of him. If he, if he wants a shot to go in, it's going in. Yeah. Kevin again, same thing with Kevin Durant. You're not stopping this man if he's on the tear. And it like and all it takes, like you said, he's emotional. All it takes is one person to piss him off. And he's going for thirty five on accident. He's probably It's also go not for that hard to piss him off. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm Just saying. Like show it, him a picture of a cupcake and it's gonna piss him off. Oh dude, don't do oh, you bringing up the cupcake again. I'm just saying. You bringing up the cupcakes. What was that, like six years ago? Just saying. Five years ago? Come on, no. Just saying. I think somebody mentioned fair. a cupcake in his Michael Rappaport um, situation. You know, when he cussed out Michael Rappaport, mm-hmm. I think Michael Rappaport said something about a cupcake. He went harder. You know, he started cussing him out That's even worse. Nice. That's not fair. That's not nice. But it, it, leave the man alone. 
Look, all I'm saying is, you you mentioned it. It might be a mental thing. Every time he steps back on the court, he gets hurt. But even then, if he, if if he can if that's a thing and he can clear that out and just go out and absolutely ball for uh, forty eight minutes. Oh yeah, well thirty minutes or so, thirty six. Yeah, um, I don't know how you think you're gonna stop him, other than hurting him. Because if he's going off, he's going off, and there's really nothing you can do about it. Right. For sure. Yeah. Well, let's go on, move over to the next topic. Pew, mm. pew. Pew, pew. That's my gun, y'all. Pew, pew. We're talking about a pew, pew, double homicide. I was wondering if that's pew, why pew. you're doing that. Okay. Yeah, that's the double homicide. Y'all, so what is the name of the show? Uh, Jocelyn's Cabaret. Jocelyn. Jocelyn got a show. I think is this the one on, that's on the Zeus Network? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Jocelyn has a show. Jocelyn Hernandez, uh, the queen. What she said she was the queen of? I forgot. The she used to call Puerto, Puerto Rican queen. queen or Puerto like Rican that? princess. She's a Puerto, Puerto Rican princess. princess. Yeah, Jocelyn's Cabernet. So, that's the name of the show. Jocelyn Hernandez has a reality show. Jocelyn's Cabernet. And what is she Cabernet. doing in the show? Cabaret. What is she? Is she teaching them how to be uh, dancers? Or I, something? Ge- I guess so. Because uh, I saw one clip and they were like they were arguing, and one girl just started twerking, looking like she was doing dances that she would be doing in a strip club. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe they're. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're going know. from low end strippers to high end strippers. I don't know. Maybe I, this is the alternate side of trauma school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. You know, she teaching them to be. No, I don't know what she doing. Okay. Oh Lord! So, bro, it's a clip aired from this episode, mm-hmm. and the, pause. Let me just say, Zeus has the most ratchet shows. I was about to say the most ratchet shows. They had Black China show. They had B Simone's. They had B Simone's. Will you be my boyfriend? Show. And when I say ratchet, I mean like the people they had. You know, when you watch a like a The Bachelor. It's nothing but beautiful, you know, women. Or if it's a bachelorette, it's nothing but beautiful men. Mm-hmm. Zeus just picked a whole bunch of dudes off the street. And it was like, all right, be Simone, choose between these dudes to see who your boyfriend is. If you haven't seen it, it's funny. It's on YouTube. I don't have Zeus. Um, but they got a Black China show, Be Simone show. They had um, Ray J and Princess did a thing where they sat face to face and they talked about their marital issues because you know they always got issues. One day they file for divorce, one day they don't. All this is on the Zeus Network, so it's a whole bunch of ratchetivity. So Jocelyn's Cabaret, like ratchetivity. I like that. So use it. So Jocelyn's Cabaret is on the Zeus Network. It's this is like her second season, I think, because I'm I'm pretty sure she had this before this season. So Jocelyn, okay, pause. It's two parts of the video that are interesting. Well, it's actually three. It's the confession, it's the response to the confession, but it's something right before that. So Jocelyn was talking to these girls. Maybe it was a motivational speech in Jocelyn's version. Seemed a little motivational. In her version, you know. It's not a Steve Harvey motivational speech. But it's, it's a Puerto Rican princess motivational speech. You know, she like, you know, ladies, I'm trying to help you get out of, um, what am I trying to say? This girl going to say the industry. Oh. Did you hear the girl? Yeah. Oh, she said Bruh, that. She said, oh, yes. I didn't hear that. I didn't she hear was that trying part. To, she was trying to help because Jocelyn was trying to figure out what she was trying to say. And the girl was trying to finish her sentence. She was like, yeah, I'm trying to help. You know, y'all get out of the, this one girl goes, the industry. Oh, that's not what you were saying. Oh, my bad. The industry. Girl, ain't you no. trying to get in the industry? Right. <laughs> I'm like, who are these people that got on this show? Like, girl, let her talk. 
this is a reality show. You speak when spoken to. This right. Jocelyn show. Okay, let her talk. Because she hockey messed up the clip. The clip would have been a little bit if I'm like, the industry. Oh, my bad. That's not what you was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so Jocelyn was like, I'm trying to help y'all get out the gutter. Because she done been in the gutter. Woo, woo. This is mm-hmm. some motivational speech. The homegirl started crying out of nowhere. Just like, so why are you crying? Homegirl stepping to the light, Carol Ann. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, I've been in the gutter. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I've been in the gutter. And my man just left me. It made me get an abortion for twins. Mm-hmm. Two of them. Just was like, wow, an abortion? Twins? Like, we can't hear her. Mm-hmm. Twins? Abortion? So she's like, yeah, I just had to get an abortion for my twins. Girl in the back. This is the, the best part of the clip. Girl in the back. Listen. I laughing. Y'all, this is not something you should laugh at. It's, I'm it's sorry. really not. It's not, but, but it catches night, you it was by so surprise. Funny. Like it, it honestly catches you by surprise. Like, wait, 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 hold on. Oh, no. Where did that come from? So she goes, Yeah. I had an abortion. Twins. Girl in the back. Dang, double homicide. <laughs> It's not what? funny. It's not funny. Who, who, but my God. I who actually, hears somebody crying and having a heartfelt moment but like and just comes up with something that great? Right, like, you're a jerk. I actually, I talk about you a lot, but that was on a whole nother level. Bro. Because, like, like, it was so bad. I died laughing when I heard it. I didn't even hear... I had to go back and rewatch it where she like turned around like uh like oh why <laughs> why would you say that what you <laughs> like no that yeah. was that was the in a, I, again I was talking to somebody and I was like I feel so bad for laughing at that because abortion's not funny at all as you should feel bad for laughing at it but, but I understand my why goodness, you did that was hilarious because... <laughs> that, like you really said that like you look and I'm it's stuck. trending though. It's, it's trending. The video's mm-hmm. trending. So you click it and you're watching it for a minute. Like, what am I watching this for? Right. And it's just the most unexpected thing. Yes. That's that. That's really what it is. Right. And then, and did you have you seen the clip where she doubled down on it? She like they were talking to her like so that clip ended right. Mm-hmm. And then there's another clip where they're like, it's the same little scene. And she's just like, who said that? And the girl comes out and, you know, says something. And then it goes to like the, you know, confessional where you just sit in front of the camera. And she was like, well, if you had two, tw- you had twins, like gender identified and all that. And you get them aborted. Ain't that double homicide? Aren't those babies kicking? And I'm like, ma'am, you should have left. You should have just left it at what you did. Because now you were just showing us how much of a jerk you are. I'm still laughing at it. But, like, my goodness. Please stop. Please stop talking. Please. Because I'm, I'm already, I already feel like I got to pray a lot to get rid Please of Please exit stage left. Please, Please exit do. stage left. I got to pray a lot to get forgiven for laughing at this. And I don't want to keep having to ask God for that. Because I'm going to keep laughing every time I see this come up. Every single time. That's been the most ruthless thing I've seen in a while. That you know what? Yes, it is. Like it was pretty ruthless. This girl think, is crying. Seen, this girl is crying in front of everybody. 
talking I would about. say if I would say national TV, but it's Zeus Network. It's not national TV, but it's national now because we all have seen oh, it. Oh, we've all seen it now. <laughs> we have all seen like oh my god, I'm crying. Uh, <laughs> like I actually, it's so bad. I'll be at work and just think double homicide and just lose it. Like I have to go step away from everybody because I can't, I can't contain it. Like that, this is one of those that I'm gonna like. So we could be out just minding our own business somewhere. Me and my friends could be doing whatever, and somebody say double homicide, and the room's gonna lose it. It it's just that simple, and it's not funny. It's not homicide is not funny. Neither is abortion. But again. In the context of this video and just how quick she said it, that didn't make no sense. She she ain't have to do her like that. You gotta be ashamed of yourself. Whatever your name is, you gotta be ashamed. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. But I mean, you but, she but did. keep it up though. <laughs> <laughs> but keep it up. She did become internet famous for it. I'm pretty sure she getting a lot of pub and she getting a lot of clout. So you know, hey, if that was what you, I mean, I feel like if you are on the show. Whatever the show is, right. I honestly do you not know the, the purpose of the show. But you if you're on the show, you want some, you want some clout. If you're on any reality TV series, mm -hmm. you want some clout, and you just got your clout, girl. It was ruthless. Oh my god. But you got your clout. Now, if I'm if I'm being a jerk, if I'm stepping into my jerk shoes, mm -hmm. what you do, and well. and I'm rating, you know, the level of. If I'm if I'm pause, if I'm being a jerk too, and I'm rating the successfulness of this, I can't say clapback because it wasn't even clapback. If I'm if 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 I'm rating the, the successfulness of this diss, it's it's up there. It's oh, definitely oh it's definitely God. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh my. Goodness. It's definitely it's Mount Rushmore. This is this is Prince version of Shade. That we just gonna <laughs> put it up there. Yeah. Because Prince will give it to you. And you wouldn't even know what happened. And this was just this was up here. This is definitely Mount Rushmore shade. Um, you know, if, if that's what you were going for, you succeeded. Yeah. You in fact did. I would you gave Black Twitter some content. Mm-hmm. I you did. I'm, now I'm thinking about it. I'm not gonna necessarily. I don't know if I would necessarily put it in the Black Hall of Fame. Um, but I would venture to say yeah, I think as, it's up there. All well, I'm saying if all you put time. it in categories of okay, okay, like if you put it in category of just shade, like mm -hmm. quick response shade. Oh yeah, it's up That's, there. Yeah. Now, now I'm gonna have to go back and think about what's in my Black Hall of Fame as far as stuff like this. Mervin right. probably gonna do a Merz minute for next week, y'all. Watch. Well, you, hey, look, you know me so well. Um, but no, this is definitely up there. It, 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 I just want to say his last little black uh, Merz minute, I ripped that apart easily, easily. With black but you've movies. already agreed on one. You've already agreed on one. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's all. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Homegirl. Maybe I should know a name. Now, nah. right. shout out to Homegirl on Jocelyn's Cabaret. Jocelyn, give her a check. Because. Right. Because you have gotten so brought, much pub off of this. <laughs> this has brought so much publicity to your show. Give her a check. Make sure you get her a little check, a little coin. Okay. If not, it's cool. She'll get a coin on her own. Make sure you give her a little coin because she definitely pub the hell out of your show. Because mm -hmm. I honestly did not know it was still on. I didn't know it was a thing until last week, so I feel. I good. watched. I watched Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, so I know Jocelyn, so I follow her. Now see, see her post and stuff. That's fair. See, I didn't watch Love and Hip Hop because I try to keep. What do you say, ratchetivity? Mm -hmm. 
right. I like again. I like that word because that cleans up the word the word that I want to use. So I'm gonna use that one. Ratchetivity. I try to keep. I try to keep that out of my off my TV, out of my life. You know, just don't feel like dealing with it. I don't. I live but, with a ratchetivity, y'all. But, uh, Real Housewives, Love and Hip Hop. I used to watch the Love and Hip Hop, so I don't watch that no more. They got a little too ratchet. There is a too ratchet, and they got a little too ratchet for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Married to Medicine, Married at First Sight, uh, The Circle on Netflix. <gasps> the Circle on Netflix, new episodes come on uh, today. Anyways, I keeps the ratchetivity in my life, so if y'all know something that's real ratchet that y'all enjoy watching, slide me a DM so I can watch it too, because I love the mess, y'all. Oh my gosh, the mess be so juicy. That's what I, I watch for, the mess. It is so, it. you don't get it? You know how you laughed at this dumb homicide moment? Yeah. Ain't nothing but shade on all these shows. Shade, 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 shade. Now, you do see, they reach see. the level of the double homicide? I can name a few moments that will, you know, in some of these reality shows where you'll be like, dang, did she well, just say that? Well, see, laugh. I prefer not to turn on my TV and see us people, us black people, being portrayed as ratchet and don't know how looking like we ain't got no home training. I prefer to look and see us being in positions of excellence. Man. Um, the, do you hear the shows I named? Real Housewives of Atlanta. All of them are paid. Okay. This it follows their lives too. In this last episode, in this last look, season, in this last season, they follow uh, Porsche's social justice movement. Mm-hmm. They always follow Candy's ventures. Candy has Buku ventures. They follow her ventures. Mm-hmm. It's real boss women on there. Drew Sador. It's some real boss women on there. Kenya Moore. I do not like Kenya Moore as a person, as how she's portrayed on TV. Don't know her as a person, but she's a boss. Married to Medicine. Those are doctors. Listen, if black people I... to me. To me, I don't like it when black people when people say that black people are ghetto or black people are ratchet or stuff like that. That's if 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 that is your personality type, that's your personality type. You can be successful and be ghetto. You can be successful and be ratchet. It's fine. As long as you ain't, you know, out here breaking the law or nothing. You can be you can be all that. Like I said, married to medicine. They're all black doctors and they're just so you know it's just so entertaining but you know you can be successful and be these things so if you are no. a ratchet if you sit at home and you ratchet do not think we well Mervyn coming for you but I'm not no, coming I'm not, for no, you no. you can be a successful ratcheteer is, and if what, you're gonna do it at least do it on the show and get your bag you know what I'm saying sis nah, nah, will, you know I what I'm will, saying bruh I will, get your I will bag that, I will give you that but what I'm saying is I prefer not to turn on the TV and see us being portrayed as that, or that they're playing that up. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that, you know, because that's you what gives you. So I, look, I hear you. you know, it be saying, like that sometimes. That's you know my that's my preference. Listen, I'm gonna tune in so y'all can continue to get that bag. I support black business. That's what I'm doing. Granted, when it comes to Real Housewives of Atlanta, like the producers and stuff, they are white. But y'all get and that's a check. What, that's what makes it look. That's what makes it worse. But y'all getting a check. I understand what you're saying. But y'all getting a check. So, Portia, I'm supporting your black business. I'm supporting Lil Pilar. That's who I'm supporting. Mm-hmm. You don't know who that is because you don't watch it. But you know. No, no, I know who Pilar is. Oh, you do? I'm Pilar. Pilar Sanders. That's her? No? Somebody else? Never mind. Portia's child is oh. named Pilar. <laughs> <laughs> I, know he, well, then, I know you didn't know who it is. Whoops. 
my bad. <laughs> see, oh, just see. lost the AirPod. Oh, you'll be all right. You we just, you just, Look, you just threw and, me all the way will, off. And I will say this: as long as nothing ever comes across my TV, like I don't know if you would, I don't know if you saw this, but VH1 pulled some. I think it was VH1, either VH1 or TV1 pulled some mess a few years ago called Sorority Sisters. Long as that don't ever come across the TV again, I'm good. Bro, I I understand. As a woman in a divine nine sorority, right. I understand. I watched the show. Granted, the well, the one SG row they had on that show, she was a classy woman, so I wasn't tripping. Mm-hmm. But the well, other girls did show their tails again, for sure. Somebody, with like, their letters attached. Right, exactly. Because I think that I think that's what kind of got put out there. It's like, man, women get on TV and show their tail all the time. But not in the name of AKA and Delta and Eshiro and Zeta Phi Beta. It's like, mm-hmm. y'all, like, wait a minute. Like, again, and I'm not Greek. <laughs> but I'm like, yo, let's chill out with this. Because you, now you putting a bad face on, on these organizations. Y'all better chill out with this. That's and true. sure enough, some girls got kicked out. <laughs> some girls got, they got CDs for that. It's like, whoa, you better chill That's out with that. True. So as long as that don't That's, happen, mm-hmm. I will... I will give pass. How about that? I will. I will give. I will give an allowance for Real Housewives, basketball wives, stuff like that. Just as long as they're not, you know, trying to tear down our institutions, I think we're okay. Is that fair? That's that fair. It? Okay. That's fair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at us agreeing on stuff. <sighs> we never mind. I was gonna come for you, but this was a kumbaya moment, so I'm just gonna leave that where it's at. Um. Yeah, Merv. I mean, is that? all of our topics for today did you want to add anything for our lovely listeners today on this lovely whatever day you're listening on uh no well you say lovely i say i stepped outside during the break with a t-shirt and shorts on and yeah it's frigid inside my apartment it's like wait a wait a minute where did this come from and it's bad because i watched the news and i knew it was gonna be cold today and i forgot it's cold out there. Yes, sir. That's that's really about it. You see, oh. I got my uh sweatshirt on. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, I'm in the house, so I can you know rock the t-shirt. It's all good. But when I step out again, sweatshirt, homie, and jeans, and follow the Twitch. Swallow me on Twitch. I'll be twitching now. Uh, watch me swerve, just like any of my other social media. I'll be playing games. You know what I'm saying? I don't be winning all of them, but I'll be playing. So you know, look me up. And if Ashley will ever learn, then I'll be a button masher. Maybe. Maybe I can play against her and kick her tail on something. Listen, you play me in Mortal Kombat, I already know my character, and I'm going to whoop your tail you, pressing wait, buttons. Who do you play with? Okay, now, listen. I I am a button pusher, so I obviously don't know the person's name. I know what she looked like. What she look like? Uh, She wears black and, um, black and green, and she got like a lizard tail. She can swipe you with her... Uh, mm. Well, not her tail. Maybe it's her, her jacket coat or something. Whatever it is, you can swipe somebody with. Or maybe she is a lizard. I don't know. I just know if I put on Mortal Kombat, I know who it is. Well, I play with Scorpion every single time, so yeah, have fun with that. You should play with something that you look more like, Are like a mongoose or a, a chimichanga well, or they have possums on there. Possums. I thought we were being possums? nice, Ashley. I thought we were oh, being my nice. My I thought we were being nice. I, you literally just said. We just had a kumbaya moment. You weren't going to get on me. 30 seconds ago. 30 seconds I forgot. Ago. I 
Well, uh, to our lovely listeners out there, you know, we just, you know, I do this every week. We really appreciate you. And yeah, we obviously going to post um, some clips to our Instagram. So if you have made it this far in the podcast and you like the certain segment and you see us post it on our Instagram, by the way, our Instagram is more right pod. If you see us post it on our Instagram, you know, just share it to your little story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, leave a comment, that. leave a like, you know, we'll talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, show some love. Right, and we'll right. continue to give you this top tier content. You feel me? You feel me? What she said. And with that being said, we're going to get out of here. Y'all have a good day. Y'all have a good week. And we will be in front of you and in your eardrums in a week's time. Peace out.